At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Zone, Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? My check engine light's on. Mm, that could hurt your gas mileage. The AutoZone free fix finder service can help find the fix for free. This whole report for free? That's right. Printed and on your phone for free. But what if the fix is too tough? We'll recommend a local shop. Fix finder only at AutoZone. AutoZone. Restrictions apply. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. If you want to listen live, all you have to do is download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Also, if you want to catch this show on video, be sure to check out Zumo TV, channel 719. That's where you can find SportsGrid's Fantasy Sports Network. Enjoy the show, and thanks so much for listening. In the end zone, it is caught for the win! With a walk-off touchdown! Pro Football Welcome back. This is the Pro Football Rewind, the only place where we go forward in reverse, taking you through the week that was in the National Football League and applying it to all of your fantasy sports needs. In this case, fantasy football, whether it be season-long DFS or your sports investments. My name is Matt Stryker, and joining me in studio... The one and only Mr. Davis Maddock, the mind, the myth, dare I say the legend. Now, Davis, normally we break down the early slate of games and we run into the 4 o'clock games, but first I want to get your takes. Out of the 1 o'clock games, there are some names that we can look to try to pick up on the waiver wire? Definitely, I think there are a couple guys that you could reasonably have on your roster heading into Week 16, uh, and some guys to add in Dynasty League as well. Okay. Uh, someone who I think could be a reasonable add for your championship roster would be in Keel Harry of the New England Patriots. He definitely is going to be under 50% owned in, you know, any sort of big fantasy football format. Again, if he's owned in your league, I'm sorry. You know, I'm not, I'm not trying, I'm not trying to offend you. I, I do get that a lot where people are like, oh, these guys, these guys are all owned in my league. I play. It's got to be a pretty deep league if he's owned. Right. Yeah, exactly. But I, I, I do think that he is like the most dynamic wide receiver that the New England Patriots have. And that definitely is going to be worth something moving forward. Uh, in some deeper formats, Travis Homer of mm-hmm. the Seattle Seahawks. He got in today for his first significant NFL action. He's a guy I really liked coming out of the University of Miami. I think he's pretty strong. Justin Watson of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Obviously, of course, Brashad Perryman. But, uh, you know, you, you don't tune into this show to get the obvious stuff. So we're going to go a little bit deeper. Justin Watson is Penn University's all-time leading wide receiver, 91st percentile spark score at uh, at the Combine, ran a, a 4.4540 at 220 pounds. So, uh, nice. you know, that that's, that's, that's an athletic that's pretty, guy. Pretty, pretty good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, you know, definitely, definitely worth uh, noting. And then I, I want to give people a word of caution on Wes Hill's the Detroit Lion running back who scored two rushing touchdowns today. Uh, he uh, He's not, I think, a, a super great player. 10 carries, 21 yards, two rushing touchdowns, uh, was only targeted twice in the passing game for one yard. I, I think that that, not that job, but I think that if Bo Scarborough is healthy yes. with his rib injury back next week, I, I don't think that Wes Hills is going to be a part of their plans moving forward. I think that uh, they're just going to go back to Bo. So I think that's smart because we talked about it in the first hour that there's going to be players where people are going to jump all over. You know what? You want to jump all over West Hill? Dave's saying, go ahead, let people jump all over him because there's far more out there. Um, what about guys like uh, Jonu Smith and Greg Ward and things like that? Is there anything to be played there? 
Man, Greg Ward, I think, is a legitimate thing because they have this must-win game coming up against the Dallas Cowboys, and uh, I, I just don't think J.J. Arcega-Whiteside has done enough to say, like, I'm a capable NFL player. You should target me. You should use me <laughs> in games where we actually have to win. Right, like when they when they were playing the Dolphins, it was fine for our Sega Whiteside to be out there and getting snaps. Mm-hmm. But when when this game was getting down to it, I mean, Greg Ward scored the game winning touchdown. He right. scored the touchdown that put them up for good. So you know, like, and 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 you know what? This is this is such a like a no data take for me. I never say stuff like this. But I love these guys who are quarterbacks in college and then become wide receivers because I think that they just get the game better. Okay. I think that they I think that they read the defenses better. I think that they're able to see like the weak spots in the zone a yeah, little bit that easier. Yeah, makes total sense. Like I, it's just it's one of the, it's this thing I've always believed and so I love when guys like Edelman, guys like Greg Ward, I love when these guys who are quarterbacks in college are able to convert to wide receiver. That's something interesting to to keep an eye on as you start to build. I would imagine it's more going to be DFS lineups than championship game lineups, but when you want to try to find a receiver and if he's going to be priced properly, Based on what you're saying, I, I can totally see how a former quarterback like Ward could see the field differently. All right, so let's jump into some more games here because uh, there's one team that for me has been fairly consistent, although one receiver has had a hamstring injury that's and it's allowed another receiver to show that I think this guy is, is, a, is a wide receiver one or if not fringe one too. I'm talking about this Minnesota and L.A. game. For me, Stefan Diggs just continues, continues to solidify himself. It's true, man. Uh, he's definitely going to have a very underrated season. Like, people are not going to think of Steph Diggs as having this great year. But, you know, the Vikings, they are, they're 10 and 4. They are, they're going to, they're, they, you know, they could win the division. They are for sure going to make the playoffs. You know, they, they could, I believe they have a game left against Green Bay that will basically be for the division and for the bye. And, uh, you know, only 25 passing attempts thrown by Kirk Cousins in this one, one interception early on in the game didn't even end up mattering uh but yeah Steph Diggs six targets you know out targeted everyone else on the team Adam Thielen in his first game back from a hamstring injury three targets caught all of them for 27 yards but basically in this game you know Ola BC Johnson Irv Smith all those guys they fell way to the they you know they fell to the wayside in terms of involvement big news from this game mm-hmm. though is the the shoulder injury to Dalvin Cook ruled him out around halftime this is a, a re-injury to the shoulder that he's had from before. Yeah, and he was, I mean, listen, I'm, I'm, I'm a former professional wrestler. I, you could tell when a guy is hurt and when a guy is injured. Those are two different things. He was writhing on the floor in pain. And I mean, I've separated my shoulder. I've broken my clavicle. It burns. It ri- mm-hmm. I don't know, but that could be a sternum, a rib, a shoulder. There can be a, a plethora of things going on there. And if that's the case, where do we look to for Minnesota's backfield? So it's a tricky question because Alexander Madison would have been this slam dunk, right? Everyone would have been like, okay, right on. We're ready to go. (laughs) But he practiced limited this last week and they just decided, you know what? We're just going to leave you inactive. We're we're, we're not even going to trot you out. And if if this is a really severe ankle injury, I could actually see them leaving him inactive again because we've actually seen this a couple times this year. We've seen it with Saquon Barkley. Uh, we've yes. seen it with a couple other guys. When you're a running back and you come back a week too early from that high ankle sprain, that just kind of dusts you off for the rest of the year. It, mm-hmm. it, it, your ankle never has time to heal. You never get to be 100%. So you end up being 80% of, of what a, a good version of of you is and uh, you know as evidenced by this game Mike Boone 13 carries 56 yards two touchdowns in his first meaningful work as an NFL player Uh, a lot of actually you know a lot of um, Vikings fans were surprised when they drafted Alexander Madison because Mike Boone was this backup running back that a lot of the fans liked and uh, you know it feels crazy to say it but if Mike Boone is available for you in any format and you're in your championship in week 16 I mean, I would rank him as a top 10 running back, no doubt. So, like, you you should get him in your lineup for sure because they don't really, I, I don't think they would give Amir Abdullah much work and maybe a little bit to CJ Ham, but it would mostly be Mike Boone. And can you imagine when you look back and you say, I won because of Mike Boone? Like, that's the beauty of fantasy football, but you're not going to get insight like that if you don't, you know, find someone with, with insight and analysis that you trust. And someone that really can see that, because most people, after they look, they check down the list, say, oh, Madison's hurt. They don't really know who that next guy is unless you've actually watched the game or done the research. So um, give me a scale of one to ten. You say a seven or an eight, I should I should target Boone if I'm, you know, I'm looking for it. It's, oh, ten, ten out of ten. Ten out of ten. Ten out of ten. We're going to championship week. We're, we're, there's nothing left to leave. You know, that that's it. That's all we got left. You know what? You got, you got fab left. You have a number one waiver priority, whatever it is. 
Like there's there's nothing we got nothing else to do here. So we're we are going all in on Mike Boone. I appreciate that, and I know that there could be some people looking at the tight end position as well that might vulture some touches or some opportunities, but 10 out of 10 because we leave it all on the line because we're going towards the championship. That's what we're doing. And riding shotgun with me this week is Davis Maddock. My name is Matt Stryker. This is the Pro Football Rewind. Of course, you can follow us on Instagram and YouTube at SportsGridTV. If you want the edge, you get on the grid. Come on back. We're going to break down a couple of more games, and we're going to dive deeper into everything you need for next week. Come on back. NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant. Just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. It's spring and with the weather changing and so many great things coming up like Mother's Day and the wind down tour, I definitely need a fresh spring wardrobe for every occasion. This spring, I'm looking for that perfect flowy spring dress for Mother's Day as well as replacing my everyday basics. That's what I love about JCPenney. They have so many stylish and comfortable options that I always find just what I'm looking for there. Spring is a feel good season and comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. The fashion at JCPenney is the same way. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with styles that gets you something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes, and Stafford and Mutual Weave for him, style and comfort for all, even big and tall, plus even more for the whole family like Levi's and Exertion. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. Welcome back into the studio. My name is Matt Stryker. His name is Davis Maddock. As you hear Van Halen bringing us back in, Eddie, Alex, Sammy, Mike, Dave, Wolfie. Are you a Van Halen fan? Maybe a little bit before my time. I'm aware of who Eddie Van Halen is. I will not claim to be a fan. Okay, fair enough. Cool, but I know you are a fan of football, and I know you're a fan of wild finishes, and this next game gave you that. It was a football game with a wild finish. San Francisco and Atlanta. Man, oh man, if you played the under here, you're smashing your head against the wall. Probably if you bet the under here, I I would just say give, give, give it a week. Just take week 16 off, you know, like, you know what? Buy yourself something nice on Monday if you can still afford it. And just and just because I, I can't imagine losing that one. All right. So talk to me, man, because for a minute there, it looked like San Francisco was going to cruise, even though the distribution of targets really didn't seem to favor any one particular receiver. There's some issues in the backfield as well. But then out of nowhere, I mean, Julio Jones just vaults himself to the top of the conversation. Yeah, I mean, that's that's really what this game was. Is it was Julio Jones just putting the team on his back. Horrible game for Devonta Freeman, of course. You know, no one was really expecting him to have yeah. a big game in this spot anyways. But Julio Jones, 20. 20, targets. 20, you say? 20 targets in this game. No other player on this team had more than six. Six for Austin Hooper, six for Russell Gage. And oddly enough, you know, we kind of saw the same thing happen on the 49ers side. 17 targets 
for George Kittle. And normally when you're when you're looking at targets like that, you're like, oh, well, the team must have thrown. They must have thrown 60 passes, right? How many? Yes, 34 for Jimmy Garoppolo, 39 for Matt Ryan. We're talking about target shares. Uh, over 50% of the team's passing attempts went to George Kittle, went to Julio Jones. These guys are studs. Obviously, you know, Julio Jones, he didn't have you know a great year. He didn't have he didn't have right, his best by year. Julio Did, standards, right? But but he had a good enough year. He did miss the one game. Uh, he did miss the one game with injury on Thanksgiving. That mm-hmm. was uh, probably a little bit of a bummer. But uh, you know, kind of interesting to see where where people draft him next year after you know a mediocre year, uh, another mediocre year for Matt Ryan as well. Uh, you know, it was kind of a borderline first round pick in fantasy this last year, and I, I'm thinking he probably will be more towards like the back end of the second round yep. this year. I, I could definitely see that. I mean, Jones came in as the number two wide receiver in fantasy today, and Kittle comes in as the number three tight end in fantasy today. So just this game alone had a lot of opportunity. And if you look at the numbers, it looks like Vegas was trying to tell us something. Well, it's uh, it's just I always think that the 49ers totals are a little low in general. I, I would not have been an under better, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Okay. Uh, so that that would have spared me. I don't really bet. I don't really bet a ton of totals. Overall, I, I like I like money lines and spreads more. But uh, well, I mean, the reason is is because who wants to bet unders? This who, is true. Who wants to? I like, hear no, you. No one wants to bet an under, and unders are like the sharp side in everything. They're the sharp side in props. They're the sharp side in season long bets. They're just you should really always take unders because people think like, well, I don't want to bet an under because you never win an under. You don't, right. you don't you don't win an under until it's over, but an over, you know, you can win in the mm-hmm. second quarter, right? Absolutely. Right. So uh, but I do think that these 49ers totals have been fishy. Because if you go back and look at their games, they're going over because the, the defense is okay. But uh, you know, quarterbacks that can move a little bit or or Drew Brees, you know, these these good elite quarterbacks, they can score points on San Francisco. And the San Francisco offense is not horrible. You know, we don't think no. Jimmy G is is prime Peyton Manning or anything. No. But they have George Kittle, they have Emmanuel Sanders, they have Debo Samuel, they have, you know, these three running backs, Raheem Mostert, Tevin Coleman, and Matt Breida. This is an explosive, you know, good offense. And, uh, you know, they can put up points. Now, come playoff time, though, will anything be exposed in San Francisco, you think? I I don't really think that. I mean, San Francisco, they're better than, like, Dallas and Philadelphia and those, those, like, bottom half of the of the team like bottom half of the conference right but like if if i'm looking at them against the saints i'm looking at them against the seahawks like i i actually think i would take those teams straight up over the 49ers because i'm not really jimmy g guy i just don't just not really jimmy g guy and body language says so much and there's a lot of people out there that have been playing fantasy all year that just can't get their finger on the pulse of this team and you know if you go to Emmanuel Sanders and it was it was it was Debo's day and if you went to Raheem Mostert oh it was Matt Breida that punched it in so to your point it's becoming difficult and we're running down we talked about Kansas City's backfield we talked about receivers in Philadelphia and now we're talking about this team here you really have to find your value especially now if you're really looking to hit your championship or you're really looking to hit some DFS, you've got to find your value. Now, this next game leads us into a game next week. It's Dallas and L.A. Dallas rolls. They're the Cowboys that they needed to be. Now we have to look forward to Philadelphia next week. So talk about this game first and then apply it to next week, please. Well, first time, first time in a month that we've seen the Dallas that they needed to be, you know, that horrible performance against the Bills on Thanksgiving was kind of the start of it. And then, uh, you know, just think, I mean, I guess the Patriots game also, they, they could have won that game. There there were chances for them to win that game. Like, you know, the, the Patriots scored 13 points. You should probably be able to score more than 13 points. Probably be able to win that game. Uh, I And, uh, you know, really, I think what happened in this game was, Kellen Moore, the offensive coordinator for the Dallas Cowboys, he he just had himself a game. He was getting he was getting Zeke in space, yes. got Tavon Austin in space. He was using Blake Jarwin. Uh, you know, was not uh, one of the things that the Cowboys do is they become over reliant on Amari Cooper when they fall down, like when they when they get down in games or when nothing else is working. What what they do is you know they'll run on first down with Zeke. He'll get no yards. And then they'll run on second down with Zeke. And he'll get no yards. And then it's third and eight. And they call pass play to Amari Cooper. And if Amari Cooper is able to, like, you know, beat his guy in single coverage, you know, out on an island, uh, you know, next to the sideline, then they're going to get a first down. If Amari Cooper doesn't beat his guy, well, then Dak is either going to scramble or he's going to try and hit Gallup or Witten. Witten uh, might be the worst player in the NFL in terms of yards after the catch. Like, yes. he just is the champion of catching it and falling down. So, 
you know, the the number one thing for any offense is really just be creative. You know, do things that the defense are not they're not it's not going to be on film for them. They're not going to be ready for it when the game starts. And uh, you know, Kellen, he he was able to do that today against the Rams. And uh, you know, it was a pretty impressive performance. Do I think that they're going to score forty four against Philadelphia? I don't. Okay, well, Cooper and Gallup really seem to have an interesting day. And what does that day mean for a guy like Cobb maybe next week? Well, you know, they're just, there's only so many touches to go around. And when Ezekiel Elliott is getting as many as he did, you know, he was targeted four times and he uh, rushed the ball 24 times. And, uh, you know, things just went really fortunately for Dallas in this game. The defense basically pitched a shutout. They were, they were phenomenal. You know, what? it was the return of Jared Goof. And when we get when we get bad Jared Goff games, we call him Jared Goof because he has these horrible interceptions. And this game, this game could have been competitive. Uh, the the Rams got the ball back with two minutes left on the clock in the first half. They were down twenty one to seven, and you know that's that's a huge breaking point in games. You win twenty one seven. If you go down, even if you get a field goal, you go into halftime. You're like, okay, you know we can do this, guys. You know even if we give up a touchdown, we can still win this game. Instead, what happened is Jared Goff threw an interception targeting Robert Woods, where I think three Dallas players probably had a better chance to catch it than Robert Woods did, and that turned into another Ezekiel Elliott touchdown. Boom, halftime, 28-7, game over. That's it. Now, can we safely say that these Rams are officially overrated? And if they are, is there anyone that you would go to next week on this team for fantasy purposes? Well, uh, I think that you can't say that the Rams are overrated because no one no one rates them anymore. No, <laughs> no one no one thinks that the Rams are good anymore. And and actually, pretty brutal for them. This game, uh, they probably have some outs left to the playoffs, but they are extremely thin. Uh, they they would likely have to. Well, I mean, hundred percent, they do have to beat the 49ers. Mm-hmm. and then you know they they have to hope for some Vikings losses essentially. But uh, eight and six. For the for the Los Angeles Rams, not not what they expected heading into the year. They thought they they were gonna be they thought they were gonna be a lot better than that. But I I still will trust you know Woods, Gurley, Cup. I I will still play those guys. Okay, so one guy that I had on this Rams team was Higby. Uh, next week against the 49ers, is that an option? Lock it in. I mean, right. He, right now since Tyler Higby has been the starting tight end for the Rams. With uh, Gerald Everett out, he's been the number one tight end in fantasy and both in points scored, targets, routes ran, everything. I mean, he has been, I mean, he, Tyler Higby, like he's going to win people fantasy championships. Yep, and hopefully I am one of those people. Hopefully you are some of those people as well because you listen to shows like this, you pay attention to guys like Davis, and you read all of his stuff because that to me is what separates everybody is that if you're sleeping on a guy like Tyler Higby or you're still kind of maybe out there on holding on to a Hunter Henry and saying, oh, this guy has a really big name, you kind of lose the fact that championships are won and lost by picking up players that your opponents may not know about. And if your opponents are watching the show, you're in trouble. And that's all I have to say, basically. This is the Pro Football Rewind. It's everything you need to know and more. Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash dunk to learn more. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox but a feeling like (sighs) being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation 
by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. It's spring and with the weather changing and so many great things coming up like Mother's Day and the wind down tour, I definitely need a fresh spring wardrobe for every occasion. This spring, I'm looking for that perfect flowy spring dress for Mother's Day as well as replacing my everyday basics. That's what I love about JCPenney. They have so many stylish and comfortable options that I always find just what I'm looking for there. Spring is a feel good season and comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. The fashion at JCPenney is the same way. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with styles that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her. Each in women's petite and plus sizes. And Stafford and Mutual Weave for him. Style and comfort for all, even big and tall. Plus even more for the whole family like Levi's and Exertion. Here spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. Put your money where your mouth is and take a shot by opening a sports wagering account with FanDuel, New Jersey's largest sports book. Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with the DailyRoto.com optimizer and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS. Plus, you get lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and so much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with the promo code DUNK. Visit dailyroto.com backslash dunk to learn more. That's dailyroto.com backslash dunk. Dailyroto.com, where millionaires are made. All right, and we are making millionaires here back in the studio. We had some technical issues, and I got to admit, sometimes I just get so captivated with how you approach things that I, I, I don't want to take a break. I want to keep going. And I think that the fans really can't wait for the show to come back because we're talking about guys like like Tyler Higby. We've already been talking about the situations in Tampa Bay with Perriman and Watson and talking about in Minnesota that everyone should own a Mike Boone moving forward. So now I want to talk to you a little bit about the way these games played out in totality. There were nine overs this week. And moving into the next, the last two weeks of the season, do you think that Vegas is going to push for these high total games? Or is that not something we can put our finger on? I think that uh, anytime you get a ton of occurring, uh, a ton of occurrences of high scoring games, what, you, what you're going to find is the trend is going to be defensive special teams, mm-hmm. turnovers. You're, you're going to find interceptions, you're going to find pick sixes, and uh, that's what we got in Tampa Bay. That's what we got in New England. We had. Uh, in the Giants-Miami game, both of the quarterbacks were throwing a ton of interceptions, putting the opposing team in good field position. Uh, of course, that happened for Seattle with Kyle Allen throwing the ball over the place. Uh, Minnesota, same same difference for them. They they got uh, a defensive special team touchdown. And then you look at the games that missed. Uh, these are games that just didn't feature a ton of passing attempts. You know, we had Jacksonville-Oakland. That mm-hmm. was uh, There were a ton of rushing attempts in that game. Uh, we did get a, a big over in L.A.-Dallas. And uh, that, again, that can happen with teams that are better at throwing the ball than they are running the ball. Or, uh, you know, just when just when uh, there's a big gulf in uh, team performance that day. And, of course, that's very hard to predict. Uh, but uh, I, I think maybe one way to think about this is, you know, just thinking about the volatility of teams. And I think a team like the Rams, we know that they are super volatile. So that actually, to me, leans to thinking overs in Rams games because, you know, even if they score seven points, right, Jared Goff can really be the gift that keeps giving in terms of, of turnovers. And, uh, you know, high turnover quarterbacks are very good for overs. Absolutely. And now uh, this game, I want to look starting to next week because this game should probably go over depending on what the total is going to be. And that is going to be this game of Houston and Tampa Bay. So I guess I want to play a little bit of attack or relax. Is this a game that you attack or is it a game you're going to relax back on? Uh, I mean, I, I definitely think that you attack this game. Uh, it, it, it's kind of it kind of sucks though. This game is not on the main DFS slate yeah. for Sunday, and uh, if it was, I think that we might get a combined like in the Millionaire Maker on on either site. I I would think that we'd get like forty percent ownership on the quarterbacks mm. sure. uh, combined. I think you know DeAndre Hopkins and Godwin, if healthy, would be two of the you know just the, the most like 
one wide receiver. So that is a little bit of a bummer, though it will be, uh, you know, a fun little Saturday game. That'll be nice to start the week. No more no more Thursday night football. If, you, if you're out there, you know, getting ready to get your sweats in for Thursday night football, yeah. none of that uh, starting this week. Yeah, there's actually three Saturday games. This next one I want to talk about here is the Bills and the Patriots. Is there anything there? I mean, that's a game for the division. Yeah. I mean, how do, how do you think about that? We're, we're sitting here. When's the last time the Patriots played a meaningful Week 16 game? Nonetheless, against I, the Bills. I, I, I don't remember it, but as you and I are sitting here right now, the Buffalo Bills, they're beating the Pittsburgh Steelers. We will not know the result of that game. Uh, you, you might be if you're listening to this on demand later. But uh, assuming that that holds serve, I mean, that's a game for the division with the Patriots. I, it, it's, it's just blowing my mind. And if that's the case, does that make it a more exciting game from a DFS perspective for you? No, I actually think it makes it worse. I, I think that if you think about how the, the the Patriots and how the even the Bills coaching staff really how they would call things, uh, you know, and how they would approach this game, uh, you know, with uh, with that in mind, I, I think it's the exact opposite. I think that they're going to play sure. things very close to the vest, very conservative. I think they would both teams would just really like to run the ball and, and try and win like a sixteen to ten style game. Ew. Horrible. No, nothing, nothing that we like. Okay, and then the other Saturday game uh, in the trilogy of the Rams and the 49ers. What to make of this? So I'm sitting here looking at the playoff standings, and I'm trying to conjure up a way for the Rams to make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And so we're sitting here. None of the NFC East teams, can, none of them can make the wild card, right? Yeah. Uh, the, the Seahawks and the 49ers, they've clinched. The Packers mm-hmm. have clinched. Mm-hmm. Theoretically, the Vikings could lose the next. And the Rams could win the next two weeks. And uh, I, when two teams have not played each other, I'm not certain what the tiebreaker is. But I think the, basically, if the Rams lose this game, they're done. They're out. Right? They, they can't make the playoffs. So they are going to approach this like their Super Bowl. They're going to every bell and whistle, everything that they can do to win this game, every trick play. If Todd Gurley's got to play 95% of the snaps, he's going to play 95% of the snaps. They're, they're just going to do whatever it takes. And when, when we have a scenario where one team has clinched the playoffs and is only playing for seeding and the other team is playing for survival, those are great games for DFS. Yeah, absolutely, and I think that's a really interesting take on it because you want to look at your games next week for DFS and say, all right, what is this team playing for? What is this team playing for? Break it down even more, right. micro, what's this player playing for? Is this guy in a contract year? Yeah. Does this guy have a re- you know revenge game? These are the kind of things that you really need to dive into. All right, let's uh, apply all these things to the Steelers versus the Jets. You would think that people would be all over this, but we go the other way. Uh, yeah, I mean, so the Steelers' defense has just been crazy good this mm-hmm. year, and uh, it's wild to me that a team that has been quarterbacked by Mason Rudolph and and Duck Hodges for for large portions of this year, uh, it's wild to me that they are still alive in the AFC playoff standings. And actually, I believe even if they lose this game to the Buffalo Bills, which uh, we are expecting that they will, they can still not they won't win their division, but they can still be the sixth seed. As, as the Texans have begun to slide and with the uh, the Titans losing this game, uh, actually, they probably would have... Perf- actually, they got the result they needed. The, the Steelers got yeah. the result they needed from the Titans. So, uh, you know, the Steelers, even if they lose this game, they can make the playoffs at 9-7. and seven. I mean, that's incredible. And I do think that there's definitely something to look at next week if you want to try to target some Steelers players against the Jets. The Saints and Titans, you touched on it before, but just to bring it back around again, what would be the DFS value in this game for you? Well, I I think the DFS value you'd find in the passing game for the Titans. I know people love themselves some Derrick Henry, but uh, the the issue you're going to have is I mean, A.J. Brown's just, he's going to be very popular in this game. And, of course, Alvin Kamara is going to be, I, well, you know what? Actually, I think the value would probably end up being an Alvin Kamara because, uh, well, and we have not seen him play on Monday night yet, but people people are just off of Alvin Kamara after his uh, poor performance in Week 14. He just has been really disappointing since returning from his ankle injury, very similar to, uh, to, very mm-hmm. similar to Saquon Barkley. Uh, and, uh, you know, I, I, so I think the value would just come from the low ownership on all right, now what about the Panthers and the Colts? Because in one of my leagues, I'm thinking of actually maybe pick up that Colts defense in a in a championship game. Uh, well, I'm I'm not going to tell you not to pick them up, <laughs> right? Uh, and the Colts, they're not going to make the playoffs. They are. Uh, I I guess maybe I if they beat the Saints on Monday night, you know, result that uh, many are going to say very very improbable. Las mm-hmm. Vegas would say it's very improbable. But if they do win that game, theoretically, they can still make the playoffs. I think, of course. That is uh, exceedingly unlikely. They will probably head into week 16 with uh, six wins and uh, eight losses. So uh, then you're going to get you're going to get a scenario with there where you have a team that uh, you know, 
two, two dead man walking teams. And those games can go either way for DFS. They they can be crazy because no one cares. Right. Defense doesn't care. But actually, you know what? A, a interesting thing is uh, I, w- I met with some of the Dolphins players after the game today. And, uh, you know, this is a Dolphins team. No one expected them to win. They're, they're not going to make the playoffs. No one cares. And they're all so bummed they lost. They're just like, well, that's good to we, hear. We, we lost, man. Like, it, no one was happy. It's not like guys were up laughing around. They were like, that sucks to lose. That sucks to get beat. And so I think that is something, it's easy for us as DFS players, as fantasy players, to be like, well, these guys don't really care. Like, it's like, you know, they're, they're just out there for them. No, they super, super care about the results of these games, even if they're not going to make the playoffs. So now that we know what we know from inside the Dolphins locker room from Davis Maddock, looking at next week, the, the Dolphins against the Bengals, is their fantasy value on Miami? Oh, totally. I mean, yeah. I think I think we have Patrick Laird, uh, who is alternating series with Miles Gaskin in this game. I think that you can look at Albert Wilson. And then the obvious one is, of course, Devontae Parker, who's yes. just, uh, he's just been a crusher. Uh, two touchdowns in this game. And he really is... Uh, he is fulfilled his promise entirely of, of being a true number one wide receiver in the NFL. And it's been, it's been awesome to watch because I, I really like Devontae. Yeah, and I like the past few weeks that I've been putting money down in different scenarios on some different Dolphins players and coming out on the right side of it. So we've been talking about, it's been a theme the entire show. When everyone's looking that way, you look that way and you can be able to grab these guys that people have been sleeping on. And I right. think that's super important. Anything on the Bengals side of that game for you though? I mean, it's just so bizarre. They, they just don't care about Joe Mixon. <laughs> they just, they're just like, whatever. We don't care the scoreline. We don't care what's happening in the game. I mean, Joe Mixon almost ran for more yards today than Andy Dalton passed for. He almost had more rushing attempts than the team. I mean, the team ran more times than they threw the ball in a loss. I mean, that, that is the kind of stuff that never, ever happens. They, they, they just don't care. Well, now here, that's then the next question is, does, do the Ravens care about their matchup with the Browns? Is Lamar Jackson the guy to own? Will we only see him for a, a half of football, maybe? What are your thoughts on that game? So they do care because they want the one seed. They yes. do not want to have to go into Foxborough and play, and they're not going to know the result of the Bills-Patriots game when they go, well, yeah, no, that's right. They're they're both playing at mm-hmm. the same time, so they're not going to know the result of that game. So if they do rest, which I expect they will, they're going to do that in Week 17 with Robert Griffin. He will come in and start. But for for Week 16, uh, we are going to get the full, well, we'll get we'll get three quarters of Lamar Jackson against the Browns until, uh, you know, they're up by too many points in it. And I wonder if three quarters of Lamar Jackson will be better than four quarters of any other quarterback next week. There's a few more games that we need to go into, some playoff scenarios, everything you need and more when the Pro Football Rewind comes back. After this, Davis Maddock is in studio. I'm Matt Stryker. Make sure you come on back because we've got info for you. To light the lamp on DraftKings and FanDuel this NHL DFS season? Then join DailyRoto.com and learn from the best daily fantasy sports players. Get updated fantasy hockey projections for NHL DFS, line combinations, and build stacks for tournaments in the Daily Roto NHL DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy hockey without using Daily Roto, you are doing it wrong. Enter the promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant... Just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. 
At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. It's spring and with the weather changing and so many great things coming up like Mother's Day and the wind down tour, I definitely need a fresh spring wardrobe for every occasion. This spring, I'm looking for that perfect flowy spring dress for Mother's Day as well as replacing my everyday basics. That's what I love about JCPenney. They have so many stylish and comfortable options that I always find just what I'm looking for there. Spring is a feel-good season and comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. The fashion at JCPenney is the same way. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with styles that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her. Each in women's petite and plus sizes. And Stafford and Mutual Weave for him. Style and comfort for all, even big and tall. Plus even more for the whole family like Levi's and Exertion. Here spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. In the Pro Football Rewind, I'm Matt Stryker. He's Davis Maddock. It's the only show where we go forward in reverse, breaking down the week in the National Football League and applying it to all of your fantasy football needs, whether it be rest of season, DFS, or your sports investments. Davis and I were just talking about putting our big dogs in cars. You got a St. Bernard, dude? St. Bernard. St. Bernard, I, I would I would honestly guess probably is bigger than her. And, nice. uh, and, and at least she doesn't know it. At least, at least she thinks she... Isn't it great, though, like when they jump up on the bed and all that stuff? So here's the thing is I'll watch football, and when a lot of my guys that I'm playing in DFS are starting to do well, you know, I'll make loud noises and, and I'll pump up. my fist, and then, and then she'll get riled up. My, my Kanye Corso gets riled up. And then when I'm all, like, down and stuff because, I don't know, so-and-so didn't make it out of the tent for the second quarter or something, right. then all of a sudden I have a doc soon that's all, like, sad. Like this, but we don't want to be sad. Let's talk more about next week and some of the players and the opportunities that present themselves. The Jaguars and the Falcons. What do you think? The Jaguars and the Falcons. That's a that's a game of uh, of two teams again. You know who have nothing to play for. Though I will say the Jaguars have a, a multi million dollar decision to make. Under, yes. Which is what? Are, what are we doing? What are we doing with Foles? Are we going to pay him? Are we going to keep him? I actually don't know the exact guaranteed money of Foles, but I know that you know for the most part. NFL contracts, uh, you, you can find a way out. It, like you, you can find a way out of uh, of most of them. And uh, I think they're better off with Minshew. I know, I, I know that uh, the team has been terrible. Actually, before this game against Oakland, they had the worst five game run in terms of point differential of any team since the expansion, uh, nineteen eighty six Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Wow. Out with a win today That's... against the Oakland Raiders, but uh, yeah, I think the Jaguars they're going to keep calling the full offense they're, because they need to know. What throws can Gardner make? What throws can't he make? Can he do this? Can he run the two-minute drill? Like, can we trust him here? So that's actually another thing that, we, you know, as long as we're talking about how to make decisions in Week 16, you need to think about what are the teams trying to get out of these games? What do the coaches want? The players, they want to win, but what do the coaches want? Yeah, on the other side, though, do you take a shot at some of the Falcons? Do you take a shot at a Julio Jones in a DFS situation? Unfortunately, I you know, I think we're going to be in a spot where he ends up being popular. You know, of right. course, if you have him in your fantasy football championship, you can different story. Crazy week, of course, starting him. Uh, the 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 guy that would maybe be interesting for the Falcons that uh, did not do great this week would be Russell Gage. Who, yes. uh, you know, because the Falcons just dedicated all of their passing resources to Julio Jones. He had only six targets, five catches for twenty seven yards. But uh, I I would think that uh, he would be more involved next week as uh, you know Calvin Ridley. Yep. Now, after what we saw from this guy and this team today, they have what seems to be a soft matchup against the Redskins. It's the Giants. Uh, is Eli Manning going to be in any of your DFS lineups? Eli is not going to be in any of my DFS lineups. I would imagine, uh, you know, pricing obviously is not out yet. as Right. But I would imagine Saquon probably will be in, uh, you know, a chunk of my DFS lineups as uh, he's getting passing game again, and uh, actually could have had a bigger DFS day. I don't know why they did this, but at the end of the game, when they were up 30 to, uh, to, uh, 30 to 10, I believe, uh, they, they brought in Darius Allen, the old, the old Baltimore Ravens running back, and let him score a touchdown. It was very funny because I was on the Dolphins sideline looking across, and Saquon is just begging his coaches. I mean, really? he's, got, he's got his helmet in his hand, and he is like, Coach, Put me in. He wants wow. to get in so bad, and they—I don't know why—but they—they—they they, they let Javoris Allen get the touchdown. 
See, that right there again, having you in stadium gives us insight. You gave us insight to how the Dolphins were genuinely dejected that they lost the game. That makes me want to play some Dolphins uh, next week in DFS. And now you're telling me that Saquon Barkley is pleading, let me in the game, let me in the game. So now I begin to wonder, is there an issue with coaching, an issue with management? I know Barkley is chomping at the bit. He could be a nice play next week. Yeah, I mean, I actually just think it was a scenario where they were up and they, they, I think they wanted to focus on Eli, actually. Uh, I, I, I think that's why they didn't put him back good in. Point. And also, he's got this bum ankle and they, you know, like, you guys get Best. it. Actually, injury rates go up way up in short yardage situations. Mm-hmm. So I, that's probably why they didn't put him back in. But I just, it was very, because there were like three coaches who were like, for real, like standing in front of him in between him and the play just so he couldn't like go run out there and go like tap Buck Allen and like, oh, get off, dude. That's funny, but you do have a good point that they wanted it to be about Eli, and I can totally understand that. All right, here's a game that I think I will definitely be targeting next week, and it may bite me, but who knows? It's the Lions and the Broncos. What do you think? Is Cortland Sutton to play? Well, it's really interesting because Drew Locke had those two really great games and uh, you know now had this you know, had this dud against Kansas City, but you know traveling to Kansas City in the snow you know, against a team that's one of the three best teams in Ball, probably it's a tough spot even if the defense yeah. is not great it's just a tough game flow a tough script to be into and uh now drew lock gets the gift of playing against the detroit lions defense that has made everyone's passing offense but you know even mitch trubisky had himself a day <laughs> against the detroit lions passing defense and uh, i i actually think denver will be overlooked a little bit in this spot you know i, I definitely think that drew lock and uh like double stacks on DraftKings and FanDuel. You know, we're talking about Drew Locke with Noah Fant, with Cortland Sutton, with Tim Patrick. I, I think those are going to be like, those combinations will be like 0.05% owned. Like those will be such a small chunk of the pool. Uh, I, I, I really like that because, you know, again, as I mentioned in the first hour of the show, I like quarterbacks like Drew Locke. Who just, you know, they like to sling it. That's what they yeah. do. I like what you said because you gave three or four names that people can totally target in that game. So if you're listening now, let people sleep on that Broncos-Lions game. And then when you're ready, you can attack it in a lot of DFS slates and maybe even in some of your sports investments. This next game here, I would want to attack, but it just seems like it's going to be one of those games that goes the opposite way. And it's the Raiders and the Chargers. Heads or tails of this? (laughs) <laughs> you know, just, uh, you know, two teams again, the the Chargers, I actually think you, you could argue that the Chargers are like the most disappointing franchise in the NFL because they have all good players. Yes. Up offense, defense, all good players. They got, they're, they're poorly coached. Uh, they are, they are uh, one of the last, I believe it's four teams in the NFL that have no analytics department at all. Just really? They don't, they don't even hire one guy whose job is like performance analytics. Huh. Uh, probably, I mean, they probably have like marketing analytics or whatever, but no one who does analytics uh, on the football side. And uh, they play like a team that does that. You know, they yeah. never go for it on fourth down in the right spots. They're always taking stupid penalties. They have weird personnel groupings. I mean, just, and they don't even use their roster spots right. Everything you would think about a, a weird football team, they do. But the roster's really good. Uh, the Raiders, on the other hand, uh, I don't think the roster's very good. Uh, but I actually think, weirdly enough, I kind of think the Raiders are well-coached. I actually kind of think... John Gruden has done a good job with this this group of players, and if he had a quarterback that he really liked, that he really trusted, I, I think that this Raiders team in Vegas is going to be kind of interesting. Will Carr be under center in Vegas next year? So They owe him a lot of money, and their draft pick is not going to be as good as they wanted it to be because they, they started out the season kind of hot. I, yeah. I think they, they have seven wins now, or, or six. Yeah, they, they're six and eight, so you know there's going to be a lot of teams picking ahead of them. Like, for example, uh, the Broncos and the Chargers, both in their division, the Bengals, of course, are going to be picking ahead of them. Uh, the Jaguars, maybe, they, mm-hmm. they could pick ahead of them. Now, now, this quarterback class went from being great to there's big question marks now because we all know Burrow is great. But after that, I mean, Herbert has been okay for Oregon, but he certainly was a worse prospect after playing through this year. Than he was, I mean, he would have been a slam dunk number one yep. pick, uh, coming out earlier. So I, I think that uh, the, the the draft this year I, is going to be fascinating uh, because, you know, we mentioned earlier, this is the year of the quarterback. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, think about all the teams that are going to have a new quarterback for the first time in 10 years, 15 years. They're, like, there, there, there might be 15 teams that have a new quarterback. Well, I don't know if either of these next two teams will have new quarterbacks next year. I'm talking about Arizona and Seattle. What do you expect from this game next week? Uh, I'll start first from Seattle side, and then you can dive into the Arizona Cardinals. 
Well, I bet I like uh, I bet the line for this game is going to be Seattle by like six, and I just I just don't know. I like Seattle is they are one of the all time. You never know what you're going to get. And like in a good way, in the sense that more often than not, you're getting a performance way above their projected baseline mm-hmm. because they have Russell Wilson. And when you have a quarterback who can just create magic all on his own like Russell Wilson can, you're just going to be a better team than your numbers say. Like like Seattle's offense is okay by the numbers. Seattle's defense is okay by the numbers. But they way outbeat, like their, their win expectancy, they always beat it because they have Russell Wilson. And I think eventually Kyler will be a guy like that. But yes. pretty much all Seahawks you're starting. Uh, you're starting Chris Carson. You're starting Russell Wilson. You're starting Tyler Lockett. You're starting DK Metcalf. You're starting, I think, even Jacob Hollister, mm-hmm. uh, which is maybe be a borderline guy. And, and I think you're feeling confident. Well, speaking of confidence now, you, this is a game that we have been talking about for several weeks. We had it circled on our calendar, and now it happens. It will be the Dallas Cowboys and the Philadelphia Eagles. The question is, which Cowboys team will the Eagles get? And this is a playoff game, right, for all intents and purposes, no? I mean, just please, just give me the good Dak. Just give me good Dak. Give me good uh, you know, Kellen Moore, give me, give me a, a version of Jason Garrett that doesn't actively, you know, just, just seem scared on the sideline. I, and I, I, I mean, Dallas should win this game. Sure. The Eagles, the Eagles are, come on, they're just not good. And they're, they were, they were, had, they were a problematic roster to begin the year and they lost Sean Jackson, Alshon Jeffrey and Nelson Aguilar all from that starting roster. They're using now, now one of the things they improved is they're using Miles Sanders instead of Howard because Jordan Howard is out banged up Uh, but it just seems to me like Dallas is the more talented roster I could even argue that the the gap in coaching that existed when uh when uh the Eagles coaching staff was at Frank Reich as the offensive coordinator I would argue that's really closed as um you know Doug Peterson he's really I think he's like when we never think about coaches regressing Mm -hmm. I think he's really regressed a lot that's interesting. Coaching regression and how it impacts a player or a team when it comes to DFS and sports investments. I, I think that there's there's an article there. I think you really have stumbled onto something. And it's interesting because today Ezekiel Elliott was the number four fantasy running back and then Pollard was the number nine fantasy running back. Looking at next week, is there any scenario where you would roster Pollard? Probably not because Pollard, I mean, Pollard's two biggest games of the year, blowout win against against the Miami Dolphins, but in terms of finding a running back who's going to get 10 touches in garbage time and turn those into a bunch of yards and a bunch of points, uh, you're not really going to do much better than uh, than Tony Pollard. It would it'd be great for me, obviously. I'd, I'd love it mm-hmm. if this game turned into a, a big old blowout for the, for the Cowboys. But, uh, but uh, you know, kind of what we talked about when these games are basically playoff games, coaches are going to call it so They Both teams are going to want to run the ball and like, try and limit turnovers. So now this next game here, uh, Chiefs and the Bears. What can we expect from both of these teams, and where can we win money? Uh, I think the over on this game uh, is actually what I what I would lean in. I, I would assume the total on this is going to be something like uh, forty nine, maybe or, or something like that. And uh, but the Bears' offense has been a lot better over the last couple of weeks. I, I think that they've I think that they've been. I think Trubisky has gotten, uh, well, I say that, and he had 53 passes today, only 334 <laughs> yards. David Montgomery did absolutely nothing in this game. Uh, but I, I think that the Bears have gotten a little bit more efficient uh, in terms of passing the ball and using David Montgomery a little bit less. And uh, every week that Patrick Mahomes doesn't re-injure that knee, I feel like he, I feel like he get, well, I just feel like he gets a little bit healthier and yes. a little bit closer to the Mahomes from. All right, and then finally, the Monday night game of next week will be the Packers and the Vikings, and the game could have huge implications. And with that, where do we focus our DFS and our sports investments? Uh, so that's going to be a great game for the showdown slates uh, because I think that you can just kind of write off the defenses entirely in that game because that's going to be a, that's going to be a game that is determined. That is going to be if if uh, Cousins plays better, they're going to win. Rodgers plays better. Packers are going to win. And, uh, you know, that's a game. That's a game for the division. Yeah, absolutely. And we love having you in studio, my friend. When we come back, we're going to put a nice bow on everything. It has been a very special edition of the Pro Football Rewind. Davis Maddock is in studio. I'm Matt Stryker. Make sure you come back because we're going to give you everything.
BetOnline.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant. Just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. It's spring and with the weather changing and so many great things coming up like Mother's Day and the wind down tour, I definitely need a fresh spring wardrobe for every occasion. This spring, I'm looking for that perfect flowy spring dress for Mother's Day as well as replacing my everyday basics. That's what I love about JCPenney. They have so many stylish and comfortable options that I always find just what I'm looking for there. Spring is a feel-good season and comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. The fashion at JCPenney is the same way. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with styles that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her. Each in women's petite and plus sizes, and Stafford and Mutual Weave for him, style and comfort for all, even big and tall. Plus even more for the whole family like Levi's and Exertion. Here spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. All right, welcome back to the Pro Football Rewind. The sounds of Getty Lee, Alex Lifeson, and Neil Pert. From the great white north known as Rush, bringing us back in. I'm Matt Stryker. He's Davis Maddock. Davis, what do you think of New York City, my friend? New York City, man, uh, for, uh, for a small-town Kansas boy, it, it's a trip. It's it, really a trip. Absolutely, my man. It's been great having you in studio. I just want to break down, recap everything we talked about. Some players that people should be looking at. We started talking about Nikhil Harry in New England. You think that's something for next week? Yeah, and Keel Harry, uh, definitely someone that I would look to have a real, a real role against Buffalo next week as they, they need playmakers. All right, in the backfield of Seattle, of Seattle, you've given us a name. Tell them. Yeah, Travis Homer. I, I definitely think that Travis Homer is uh, a guy who should have a role if they decide that after, you know, continued fumbling problems, CJ Procise, not a part of the process. Okay, Tampa Bay's receiver core. Who do you like? We're looking at a very real scenario where Tampa Bay is going to be playing Houston without Mike Evans and without Mike God- or without Chris Godwin. Mm-hmm. Uh, also should mention O.J. Howard. If O.J. Howard is still out there for you, I mean, he's the only part of their starting uh, pass catcher group still from the intact, first week huh? of the season. Yeah, so so didn't mention O.J. Howard earlier, but Howard, Watson, and uh, of course, Brashad Perryman, all guys who are going to be startable next week if uh, Godwin does not. There could be a name in Philadelphia's receivers core that people might want to look at, and who might that be? Uh, yeah, Greg Ward Jr., again, the starting slot wide receiver for the Philadelphia Eagles, uh, had another big game with nine targets. Expect him to continue on that role against them. All right, and wrap it up with what's going on in Minnesota. You said it's a 10 out of 10. They got to add him. Who is it? 10 out of 10, uh, Mike Boone, assuming that Alexander Madison is again going to be out next week with an angle injury. We're going Mike Boone. Now, however, if Alexander Madison is the guy, ah. he also, whoever starts in Minnesota for running back next week, 10 out of 10. All right, we're coming up to the last minute of the Pro Football Rewind. It has been an incredible special edition because Davis Maddock is here in studio. Davis, so many people are right now heading into their championship week. Give me the final advice. What's going to get them over the top? Uh, you know, just trust, trust the projections. If you, if you really don't know what to do, head on over to dailyroto.com or rotoexperts.com. Use the promo code, uh, FNTSY and, uh, you know, we'll, we'll get you sorted for championship season. 
That's right. That's what we do here on the Pro Football Rewind. We want to thank everyone over at Sports Grid. You want the edge, you get on the grid. I want to personally thank you, Davis Maddox. It certainly was a thrill for me. I hope everybody enjoyed it. My name is Matt Stryker. God willing, we live and be well. We're going to be back here next week giving you everything you need. We're going to be celebrate champions here on this show. Good luck. Be safe. Have fun. And we'll see you. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? My check engine light's on. Mm, that could hurt your gas mileage. The AutoZone free fix finder service can help find the fix for free. Get in zone. This whole report for free? That's right. Printed and on your phone for free. Get in zone. But what if the fix is too tough? We'll recommend a local shop. Fix finder only at AutoZone. Restrictions apply. You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without the essentials. So it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. I mean, it provides great protection and it's really breathable so you don't get hot. That's a win-win. Columbia PFG has a lot of great gear. So before you head out on the water, head over to Columbia.com slash PFG to shop their performance fishing gear. 